something, and decided that she rather approved of it. Square and simple in shape, it was almost certainly Georgian in date, with row upon row of large sash windows at the front. It was built of good solid Cotswold stone, glowing at the moment like clotted cream in the hot spring sunshine. There was pretty variegated ivy creeping along the south face, and a splendid morning glory was just beginning to bloom over the classical pillared porch. She was beginning to look forward to catering, the big jewel birthday party that was to be held here this weekend. But then cooking always made her feel happy. She pulled up and parked under the shade of a nearby lime tree, turned off the engine and stepped out. Jenny was six feet and one inch tall, with a heavy bone structure that was well padded and curvaceous in many places. Men tended to be either fascinated by her or terrified, or occasionally both. Jenny had become rather adept at cherry-picking the fascinated ones over the years, but had been careful to remain resolutely single. Marriage and motherhood as yet held no appeal for her. The gardener, who'd followed the van's progress to the house, now leaned on his hoe and whistled appreciatively at the Juno-esque vision that emerged from the unpromising-looking vehicle. The day was just getting weirder and weirder, the old man mused silently. First of all finding the poor lad dead like that in the pond, then the coppers coming, and now the appearance of this eye-catching woman. He shook his head and began his weeding again. It just went to show, he thought philosophically, that you never knew what life was going to throw at you. Jenny Starling habitually marched rather than walked, and now she moved rapidly towards the big oak doors, her comfortable trainers making rhythmic scrunching noises on the gravel. The noise sent some grey squirrels searching for beech mast on the grass, scampering for cover into the branches above and she could hear them chattering at her angrily as she headed for the elegant rounded steps leading to the front door. Unsure whether or not to go around to the back, she found and pulled the old-fashioned wrought iron chain and hoped for the best. Employers could be an odd bunch, as she discovered during her life as a travelling cook, and she wasn't sure if the inhabitants of this splendid house were old money or new. She herself had no prejudices about that either way, so long as they didn't look down their noses at her. If there was one thing Jenny Starling hated, it was working for snobs. Those and militant vegetarians. She seemed to wait a very long time for a response, and was just about to give the bell chain another tug, when the door was suddenly opened, and a six-foot-tall, stoop-shouldered individual, with a fine crop of silver hair, looked back at her, blank-faced. He was dressed in a dark blue suit, discreet tie, and actually wore white gloves. Ye gods, Jenny thought in utter dismay. A real-life butler. She thought the species to be all but extinct in this day and age. The butler, for his part, was slowly looking her over, his eyes gradually widening in surprise. Today Jenny was wearing a calf-length loose floral skirt that was maybe a little bit creased and a crisp white blouse and very little makeup. She looked, she knew, perfectly respectable. 
It was just the fact that there was so much of her that had this paragon of implacability so nonplussed. Since it was a reaction she had become used to over the years, she didn't take offence. But he was also, Jenny realised, with a sharpening of interest in her periwinkle blue eyes, somewhat distracted. Yes, he said at last, and his voice was not encouraging. He sounded as if he expected her to try and sell him patio-sliding doors, or convert him to some weird and wonderful sect of Christianity. I'm Jenny Starling, Jenny said simply, and waited. Despite their rarity, she was not afraid of handling butlers. In fact, there was very little that tended to scare her, except perhaps militant vegetarians. At last, in the lengthening silence, the butler was forced to speak. Oh, yes, the cook.